Shall we turn our Bibles to the uh, book of Ecclesiastes in chapter 12 and uh, we read from verses 9 to 14. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verses 9 to 14. Not only was the teacher wise but he also imparted knowledge to the people. He pondered and searched out and set in order many proverbs. The teacher searched to find just the right words and what he wrote was upright and true. The words of the wise are like gourds. They are collected sayings like firmly embedded nails given by one shepherd. Be warned, my son, of anything in addition to them. Of making many books there is no end and much study wearies the body. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. for this is the duty of all mankind for god will bring every deed into judgment including every hidden thing whether it is good or evil this is the um writing of king solomon most probably after a time when uh, he had uh, you know walked with god for a while after he had served the lord for a long time but then his heart strayed away from the um you know from the presence of god and his heart was lured away by the many wives he married into many cultures of the neighboring nations around them and uh, he had taken up many projects he was very successful there were people who came from around the world to listen to his wisdom and to his wise sayings and uh, they brought gifts and he uh, was ex- uh, exceedingly successful and was loaded with the wealth uh, like never before of any other king in the history of israel and was never after him also uh, he he looked like he had a wonderfully fulfilling life but when he looked back at it he realized that his deeds the pleasures that he enjoyed and his accomplishments did not mean anything without a close relationship with god If you study the whole book of Ecclesiastes this is something that you would understand that he's reflecting on his life a life of success a life of pleasure a life which was full of great projects and great achievements achievements and accomplishments but all of that was just vanity the one word that is repeated in the book of Ecclesiastes is the word vanity everything that is done under the sun is vanity and it just did not mean anything without a close relationship with the creator god and so you find an outward form of religion never provides a substitute to a close relationship with the almighty god just a outward form just a culture of religion religious culture does not produce any kind of true satisfaction without a true relationship with the almighty god The world stood up and recognized Solomon's great achievements but he unashamedly admits that having all and not having God is absolutely meaningless. Having all but not having God is absolutely meaningless. And therefore he concludes there by saying the conclusion of the matter is this that it is uh, the most important thing the only thing that really matters is to fear god and follow his commandments to fear god and follow his commandments 
And so this morning, we're going to be looking at what it is to fear God and why we should fear God and what happens when we fear God. What is it to fear God? Many people understand fear of God in many ways. Many ways. Some will just say by word of mouth, oh, I really fear God. Oh, that person really fears God. By that, what they mean is that that person about whom they are addressing, that who is a God-fearing man, is just about a man who does not take bribes. Because he does not take bribes, they say he's a very God-fearing man. Or somebody else would say, uh, he is very faithful to his wife, and so he's a God-fearing man. Someone will say, looking at someone who does not have uh, bad habits like drinking or smoking, was not abusing drugs. And so they would say, oh, that person is a God-fearing God, a God-fearing man. But to really fear God, the Bible defines it very clearly. In Proverbs, Solomon himself uh, says in chapter 8 and verse 13 of Proverbs, to fear the Lord is to hate evil. What is fear of God? To fear God is to hate evil. Proverbs 8 and verse 13 says that. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. Fear of God is to hate evil, hate pride, hate arrogance, to hate evil behavior and perverse speech. That's what the Bible itself says about what it is to fear God. We find about what it is to fear God many passages in the Bible. But this passage really captures the reality or the crux of what it really is. It is to hate evil. Evil is something which is profoundly immoral or wicked. Evil is something which is absolutely not right. Evil is something which is done presumptuously, willingly, intentionally to do some harm or hurt or affect somebody. Or it is done in thought, it is done in words, it is done in action also. Evil is something which is profoundly immoral or wicked. And the word immoral does not necessarily always just mean living an adulterous life. And that's how people have very often understood what immoral is. Immoral is anything which is not morally right. And moral good, moral evil is something that you find generally uh, in the world today. It is not about just having uh, uh, an attraction to a person of the opposite sex, which is just termed as immoral, but the word immoral is pertains to anything which is not right. You know, there is a lack of morality. And so you find evil is what is profoundly moral or wicked. And wickedness is something which is uh, intentional. It is not something which uh, uh, can be justified. To say some people uh, who act wickedly, they would justify by saying, oh, what to do is just uh, that's how that person is. That's their nature. But that nature is wicked nature. And so wickedness cannot be justified by saying, oh, this is just their nature. Anything which falls short of God's standards and expectation is immoral, is wicked in the sight of God. 
that's how the scripture clearly explicitly defines it and so to say what is fear of god fear of god is to hate evil and evil is something which is profoundly immoral or wicked to fear god is to uh, hate pride not to be proud and what is pride pride is a feeling or a deep pleasure that is derived over achievements or possessions or qualities pride is simply experiencing great pleasure taking great pleasure it's just enjoyable to feel good and great about myself beyond what i should think of myself anything we think beyond ourselves beyond what we should think of ourselves and the bible says don't think too highly about yourself and if we take pleasure in thinking highly about ourselves about our who we are our achievements our uh, uh, possessions or our qualities sometimes it can be even about our qualities pride can be about how humble i am that's called humble pride you know those are two seemingly uh, contradictory or opposite terms paradoxical terms but you can have both of them uh, human beings can have both of them we can be very proud about how humble we are we can be very proud that we pray more than others we can be very proud that we sacrifice more than others that we are more loving and more forgiving than others about all of the good qualities if we just take pleasure in how well we do them that is pride and so to fear god is to hate pride to fear god is to hate evil and evil is defined many ways pride arrogance evil behavior per- perverse speech arrogance is haughtiness ego simply ego being egoistic is arrogance a spirit of arrogance can manifest in a very subtle way it can be without even speaking a word out of our mouths evil uh, arrogance can come out uh, egoistic uh, attitudes can be displayed in very subtle ways it can be very much hidden it can be in a way where nobody would even notice but god knows the intentions of the heart man sees the face god sees the heart and so when we say when we talking about what it is to fear god to fear god is to hate evil all kinds of evil like pride like arrogance which involves haughtiness or ego which uh, can be even very subtle ego where we are not saying oh i don't care about you i do what i want we may not say things like that but it can be very subtle it can be very um, uh, produced out of even uh, even in the midst of a very gentle soft uh, behavior and then talks about evil behavior we already talked about that and perverse speech perverse speech is a deliberate behavior that is obstinate or unreasonable perverse speech is what is obstinate or unreasonable you know there is perversion is all again understood in the context of sexual immorality or oh, that person is a pervert people say we attach those words to certain kinds of behaviors alone but perversion 
is a perverse speech here the bible says which is even an unreasonable speech you know a talk which is very unreasonable an accusation which is unreasonable throwing a guilt on someone putting a guilt on somebody in an unreasonable way is perverse speech and all of this is evil behavior all of this is evil as the bible says and god says fear god to fear the lord is to hate evil hallelujah to fear the lord is to hate pride to fear the lord is to hate arrogance to fear the lord is to hate evil behavior to fear the lord is to hate perverse speech and so this morning god wants us to in the midst of all that we are doing to focus on fearing god live a life that truly reflects the fear of god and uh, what it is to have the fear of god that is to hate evil in the middle of all the projects that we take up things that we do the jobs that we do in the midst of all the accomplishments of our lives the things that we achieve our education our uh, successes in the midst of all the pleasures that we enjoy in this world god is saying ultimately everything is vanity if there is no close relationship with god and the conclusion of the matter is that ultimately we got to fear god and keep his commandments that is what is the duty of all mankind that is called as a duty of all mankind because god is going to bring every deed into judgment including every hidden thing whether it is good or evil god is going to bring everything into judgment ultimately it has to pass his test and so if we have to pass his test it's important that we really learn to fear god and keep his commandments and to fear god is to hate evil job also talks about what it is to fear god in chapter 28 and verse 28 job 28 28 and he said to the human race he's talking about what god spoke to the human race he spoke he said to the human race the fear of the lord that is wisdom and to shun evil is understanding again we have understood the word wisdom in the context of you know wisdom needed for children going for exams when we pray for wisdom we talk about we pray for uh, you know we immediately use the word wisdom for those who are appearing for exams lord give them wisdom to study well give them wisdom to write their exams well but true wisdom is to fear god the fear of the lord that is wisdom and to shun evil is understanding fear of fearing god living a life that truly reflects the fear of god is not foolishness to hate evil is not foolishness and today if uh, if we live in this world uh, without evil if we have to live in this world without evil we really need god's grace because we are surrounded and we live in a world that is filled with evil and when we talk about evil it involves pride it involves arrogance a world of uh, evil involves evil behavior perverse speech all kinds of evil are are birthed out of all of these things and uh, truly to fear god to live a life that fears god is a life that looks very different from everybody else in this world and that means wisdom that is an act of wisdom that is not foolishness 
it might look like foolishness in the eyes of the people of the world to fear god may look like you know it really is not the way that everybody lives but to fear god is wisdom and to shun evil is understanding and also we read in proverbs chapter 16 and verse 6 through love and faithfulness sin is atoned for through the fear of the lord evil is avoided proverbs chapter 16 and verse number 6 through love and faithfulness sin is atoned for proverbs 16 6 says that through love and faithfulness sin is atoned for through the fear of the lord sin is avoided the fear of the lord enables us to depart from sin when a person truly lives a life uh, fearing god we will be able to identify what is evil behavior we will know what is evil anything that is evil will immediately look uh, ugly in our eyes and we will be able to avoid sin when we fear god and also when we fear god then we have no other fear also that's what the bible says you know there was a great baptist um preacher and teacher and evangelist um in the 20th century a man called oswald chambers who said like this he said the remarkable thing about fearing god is that when you fear god you fear nothing else whereas if you do not fear god you fear everything else i repeat that the remarkable thing about fearing god is that when you fear god you fear nothing else and whereas if you do not fear god you fear everything else a person who lives a life that is filled with evil will always have a fear about something that they have done because they live a life that without the fear of god and so there's a fear about what they have done a fear about if they would be caught for what they have done a fear that is driven out of guilt a fear that is driven out of shame a fear that is driven out of the uh, understanding of the consciousness of sin in their lives the fear of punishment of those sins and we find that in john uh, 1 john chapter 4 verse 16 to 18 1 john chapter 4 verse 16 to 18 and so we know and rely on the love god has for us god is love whoever lives in love lives in god and god in them this is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment this is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment in this world we are like jesus there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment fear has to do with punishment and so when there is a love of god and when we are in a love relationship with god there is true fear of god we when we love god we also love one another and so when we love god and we love one another there is no evil in us and when we talk about loving one another love is never manifest without forgiving and we can never forgive without loving we can never love without forgiving we can never forgive without loving and that is to hate evil but if there is evil we will not be able to forgive and if we are not forgiving 
we are not truly loving and if we are not truly loving there is evil and evil manifests with pride with arrogance with perverted speech evil manifests with all kinds of evil behavior and so we find here that there is imperfect in there is no fear in love and so when we fear god there is no fear of punishment when there is a love of god in our hearts as we fear him as we walk in his ways as we walk in a love relationship with him and as we keep his commandments and the greatest commandment and the commandment that uh, comprises of all commandments put together is to love god and love one another by this we fulfill all the commands in scripture and so when we live a life of love there is no fear perfect love casts out fear drives out fear and so when we walk in a way that truly fears god and and to truly fear god is to be in that love relationship with god and to have his love fill our hearts and live a life of love with one another there's no fear in that love because there's no fear because fear is involved with punishment fear has to do with punishment so when we fear god and walk a life of love it drives of all fears it drives of all fears and the greatest of all fears is the fear of punishment and the greatest punishment that a person goes through is to have the fear of punishment itself the fear of punishment itself look at that woman who was caught in the act of adultery she was brought to jesus and they quoted the law that says if a person is caught in the act of adultery she should be that person should be stoned to death and so they quote the law they already pronounce the verdict and they are asking for jesus to pronounce his verdict and using her as a pawn to trap jesus so she's really it's not just about the issue about her but it's also an issue about how she could be tossed or what could be uh, her fate all of that can be determined uh, based on how these two parties are going to interact with each other the uh, you know teachers of the law who caught her red handed in the act of adultery and jesus who has to now uh, say what he thinks and jesus said this one thing he who has no sin let him be the first to cast a stone and by that he silenced all of them who were posing an accusation on her and immediately every one of them began to leave one by one and jesus uh, stood up and he said neither do i condemn you go and sin no more the fact that she was brought before a group of people a crowd with an accusation that she was caught in the act of adultery would have filled her with great shame and of course the guilt of sin because she was caught in the act of adultery and not only that here is a verdict pronounced on her which involves stoning to death and would anybody be able to stand there and watch and see let's see what the verdict looks like it's not so simple because they had the power to stone her to death because the law says that a person who is caught in the act of adultery should be stoned to death don't you think she would have feared her life don't you think she would have feared about the punishment that was just in store she was caught there by a mob and standing before jesus 
if he had also said yes the law says stone her to death what do you think would have happened at that moment she would have been killed at that moment she would have been stoned to death and you know how horrible it would be to you know die in such a manner this is not like the lethal injections or like the electric chair or any of the other ways by which capital punishment is delivered in modern day prisons but this is a torturous way of being uh, you know uh, punished but here uh, she would have stood with great fear of the punishment but for a person who fears god and walks in his ways does not have to fear such a punishment hallelujah that's why it's important that we recognize that we got to fear god and when we fear god there's no other fear <laughs> we will not live with any kind any other fear we do not have to live with any fear of punishment because fear has to do primarily with punishment because everybody is born in sin everybody lives a life of sin but jesus has come and taken away our sins as it says there in uh, as we read in proverbs 16:6 6, through love and faithfulness sin is atoned for through love and faithfulness god is a god of love god is a god who is faithful who forgives us and sin is atoned for the punishment for the sin is given by love and faithfulness because love takes away sin love and faithfulness takes away the punishment of sin we live with no fear or of any kind hallelujah because our consciences are clean our consciences that were once filled with the fear of sin fear of the consequences of sin is now free from the fear of the consequences of sin because of love and faithfulness and so perfect love casts out fear so to fear god is to live a life which has no fear at all if you fear god you will have no the fear but if you do not fear god you have every fear of everything else when we don't fear god we will have fear of everything else when we fear god we will have no fear at all hallelujah that's truly what it is to fear god to live a life which is free from any evil word uh, ev- any evil thought or any evil action and how does god respond to those who fear him Firstly we looked at what it is to fear God and secondly let's look at what does how does God respond to those who fear him in Psalm chapter uh, 145 and verse 19 145 verse 19 the bible says he fulfills the desires of those who fear him how does God respond to those who fear him he fulfills the desires of those who fear him he hears their cry and saves them The Lord watches over all who love him but all the wicked he will destroy. Psalm 145 verses 19 and 20. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. If you're a person who wants to fear God, if you're a person who desires to fear God, if you're a person who truly fears God and you hate evil of all kinds and you truly say that I really don't have fear of anything which means you truly fear God. Then God responds to the fear to the godly fear this fear is not a fear which is a terrorizing fear this fear is a fear that 
as a fear of god that comes out of love and reverence for who he is that he is god that he is our father that he is a heavenly father this is not a a fear that is uh, filled with terror and some people really fear uh, you know have a wrong sense of a fear of god of terror on one side and on the other side there are people who live with no fear of god with no love and reverence for him at all but this fear of god is a healthy fear of god which is out of love and reverence for him for who he is so he fulfills the desires of those who fear him he hears their cry and saves them the lord watches over all who love him but all the wicked he will destroy there is a punishment that is awaiting the wicked but for those who fear him he fulfills their heart's desires i don't know what is your heart's desire this morning but if you truly fear god you can be sure that god will fulfill your heart's desires hallelujah and i'm sure that you might have experienced in your life also as you continue to live a life that truly feared god and you hated everything that is evil anything that fell short of his standards and expectations as you you know rejected and hated them you truly feared god and lived by his commands i'm sure that you would have experienced god's favor and god fulfilling the desires of your heart even the little desires that you had even the unexpressed desires even the unspoken desires amen hallelujah and god is faithful to fulfill our heart's desires when we fear him when we truly fear him the desires of our hearts may be many and many people may not even agree with our desires <laughs> but god is faithful to fulfill our desires hallelujah your desire that you have in your heart will never go in vain as you truly walk in the fear of god hallelujah it is not in vain that we feared god the fear of god that you lived with is never going to go in vain sometimes we wonder what good has it been what good has it done to me for all the fear of god and for all the ways that i have walked all the all the way the, the the ways that i have been faithful and truthful to him sometimes you may wonder but truly god fulfills the desires of those who fear him and so let's continue to fear him and walk uh, live a life that truly fears god you, so, you we all know the story of ananias and sapphira they uh, kept part of the money that they sold uh and a property and the money they got from that they kept part of the money for themselves and they lied to the holy spirit as they came and presented that as an offering to um peter the apostle and peter by the holy spirit he knew that they were lying and then the moment he asked is this for all the money that he got out of the sale of the land Ananias said yes <laughs> and that very moment he fell dead right before Peter and then his wife comes as after he was carried away and you know taken to be buried and then he said he asked her the same question is this amount for which you sold the property and she said yes and because both of them had agreed to lie with each other he just said you know here are the people who just left to carry the body of your dead husband and how can you 
agree to lie to the Holy Spirit. And the, that very moment she also dropped dead. And that is a reality of living a life that is filled with evil. A life of lie and distortions. A life that is filled with pervert speech. A life that is lived with uh, words that uh, are unreasonable. You know, obstinate. But for the one who fears the Lord, God fulfills their desires of their hearts. Hallelujah. God fulfills the desires of your heart as you continually fear him and walk in his ways. You know, truly Hannah was a person who feared God and walked in God's ways. You know, very uh, sincerely she went and prayed to the Lord. Very sincerely she went, she and her husband, year after year, even though they did not have a child, they went and worshipped God. And even though her rival kept provoking her, Elkanah was such a man of integrity, a man who was not, uh, who did not love the one who was, you know, bearing for children, but he truly loved the one who didn't have children also. A man who was, who really feared God, who had a, a heart of sincerity, who was a righteous man. And so God blessed them and fulfilled their heart's desires. Hallelujah. When we truly live a life of love, when we truly live a life that reflects the fear of God, God fulfills our heart's desires. Amen. Hallelujah. And let's uh, secondly look at another passage. How does God respond to those who fear him? In Psalm 147 and verse number 11. 147 verse 11. His pleasure is not in the strength of the horse, nor his delight in the legs of the warrior. The Lord delights in those who fear him. The Lord fulfills the desires of those who fear him. The Lord also delights in those who fear him. Who put their hope in his unfailing love. If you fear God, God takes pleasure in you. God is happy about you. God smiles at you. He doesn't frown at us. He smiles at us. Hallelujah. The Bible says his pleasure is not in the strength of the horse, nor his delight in the legs of the warrior. The Lord delights in those who fear him. He's not excited about, you know, victories and wars and strength and the might of mankind. He delights in those who fear him. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38 and 39. And by righteous, my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. Hebrews 10, 38 and 39. I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed. But those who have faith and are saved. We are not those who backslide. We are not those who go away from God. We are those who continue to live a life in him. Live a life in a constant relationship with him. And that's what... The preacher who wrote the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon, said. He said it is the duty of man, the whole duty of man is to fear God and live according to his commands. The whole duty of man is to follow God. Is to live in a love relationship with him. And because of the absence of that true relationship with God, what happened was that man... You know, found vanity in spite of all that he had. He had name, he had fame, he had pleasure, he had 
many projects that he did which he accomplished you know successfully in the middle of all of that he still found everything in life is simply meaningless and vanity there's no meaning in life without god without god life is meaningless but when we come into that relationship with god when we begin to live a life that truly fears god and when we walk in his commands life becomes very meaningful and purposeful and god does not take pleasure in the one who shrinks back the one who walks away from him the one who goes away from a relationship with him the one who backslides the one who does not live a life of you know believing in god my righteous one will live by faith and i take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back but we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed but those who have faith and are saved anyone who shrinks back anyone who does not fear god anyone who is not walking in that relationship with god will ultimately lose their salvation will ultimately lose their salvation if they turn their backs on him but god takes pleasure in the one who walks with him god is delighted on those who fear him hallelujah he delights he's happy about those when the lord takes pleasure in anyone's way he causes even their enemies to be friends with them proverbs chapter 16 and verse 7 says that if a man's ways are pleasing to the lord if god takes pleasure 167 proverbs 167 when the lord takes pleasure in anyone's way if any man's ways are pleasing to the lord he will make even their enemies to become friends with them hallelujah when god delights in us when god delights in our life when god takes pleasure as we fear him as we walk in his ways what happens is that he will turn even adverse circumstances to become feasible and in favor to us he will make things become favorable to us when he takes delight in us hallelujah he turns even our enemies to become friends to make peace with us hallelujah challenges may come problems may come difficulties may come but as we continually walk in a way that truly fears god reflects the fear of god in our lives god takes delight in us and even adverse circumstances things that stand opposed to us even situations that uh, are very much you know against us god makes them to become favorable to us hallelujah false accusations unjust deeds of people everything will turn around to become favorable to us amen so let's continue to fear god and so the one thing that we got to be doing or the conclusion of the matter is this and the one thing that god expects of all mankind the duty of all mankind is to fear god and walk in his commandments and to fear god is to hate evil and when we fear god god fulfills the desires of our heart and he takes great delight in us Amen. Praise the Lord. May God enable us to fear God and walk in his ways. Shall we close our eyes and pray that God will give us such a grace to truly fear him and walk according to his commands. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord. That God will give us a strength to hate evil. If there is any form of evil in us, pride or arrogance evil behavior or pervert speech
Let us pray and ask God to forgive us this morning. Let us pray and ask God to cleanse us and sanctify us this morning. Let us pray and ask God that God will set us free from everything that is evil. Lord, the Bible says that the heart of man is evil. Hallelujah. The heart of man is perverted. Is, is perverted. But yet, by the blood of Jesus, our hearts can be changed. By the word of God, our hearts can be changed. By the convicting voice of the Holy Spirit and the strength that we receive from God, our hearts can be changed and we can experience great change in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Pray this morning, Lord, deliver me from everything that is evil, Lord. Everything that is manipulative. Anything that is, Lord, dominative. Anything that is filled with ego. Anything that is filled with pride. How do we respond when people disagree with us? How do we respond when people challenge us? How do we be, respond when things happen differently than the way we expected? Let's pray those times, Lord, when our attitudes and our true colors can manifest. We pray that our true colors will be one that reflects the fear of God. Don't people say, oh, there goes the true colors are seen. But our true colors... Maybe those that truly reflect the fear of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray and ask God, Lord, help me to live a life with the fear of God. Help me to live a life by following your commands. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me and take not thy Holy Spirit from me restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Spirit within me. 
God, awake from thy presence, O Lord, and take Lord thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and new right spirit within me. Stand for a moment, sing. Cast Let's me all away from thy presence, O Lord, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And you were right spirit within me. And you were right spirit within me. And you were right spirit within me. Help me to have the right spirit, Lord. Shall we pray and ask the Lord this morning? Pray for yourself. Hallelujah. I want to pray for myself. Hallelujah. Jesus, you pray for yourself. Lord, restore to me the joy of salvation. Renew a right spirit within me. Help me to live a life that truly reflects the fear of God. Help me to fear God and walk in His ways. Not to fear man and to please man. Not to succumb to anything that is evil, Lord. Not to succumb to pride, pervert speech or arrogance or evil behavior. Take everything that is evil in our hearts. We don't want to shrink back and be destroyed. We want to come to you, Lord, and be purged, sanctified from all things that are evil in us. We want to be made whole and pure again. And to truly fear God and walk according to His commands. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away. From thy presence, O Lord, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away, Lord, pray. Cast me all away. Let that be a prayer this morning. Presence, O Lord. Take not your Holy Spirit from us. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And you are thy spirit. Within, within me. me.
and you arise, Spirit, within me. Let that be our prayer, Lord. And a new right spirit within me. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Yes, Lord, we pray that every one of us will truly live a life filled with the fear of God. Every day, Lord, in every decision, Lord, in every interaction, in all the interactions with people, Lord, in all our transactions, Lord, we want to, Lord, fear God. We want to fear God. We don't want to have anything that is even a trace of evil in us, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Let there be no even a trace of evil in us, O oh Father. Jesus, fill us with your presence. Sanctify us with your precious blood. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. And take not your salvation, this joy of salvation away from us. Help us never to lose the joy of salvation. Help us to live without fear of anything, O oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. To only fear God and fear nothing else. To fear God and fear nothing else. We humble ourselves in your presence. Bless everyone, we pray. Let your name be glorified. We give you all the glory, honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.